This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last So welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and uh, Dan Patrick Sports on Sirius XM 211. I'm not Dan Patrick. I'm Nick Eber. And Kartik Krishnaya isn't Dan Patrick either. But besides that, we're very happy to be with you tonight as we are going to spend the next hour talking about football, the round ball type, the one the rest of the world plays, Kartik. Women's World Cup, incredible stuff. England make it through to the semifinals two years in a row. Is this going to blow open uh, women's football in Europe? Second of all, of course, we have Copa America, and I have a big upset pick for you. If you want a plus 600 bet, I'm going to give it to you a little later on. Let's talk about the semifinal, pardon me, the quarterfinals of Copa America. Kartik, our plate is full today. Yeah, and actually, if you include the Euros in 2017, this is the third successive uh, major tournament England has made the semifinals in at the women's level. Obviously, two successive major tournaments at the men's level with uh, uh, the, the Men's World Cup and the Nations League yet to get to a final in those uh, you know, two semifinal losses on the women's side, two semifinal losses on the men's side. It won't get easier. They're going to play the winner of France and uh, the United States. However, England today... Nick, I'm going to go on record saying that was the single best performance by any side in this Women's World Cup to this point when you consider the level of the opposition. Yeah, it was certainly an absolutely dominant performance. It was 3-0, but they had to have a goal called back. In fact, it was a super goal that was called back, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. it was a fantastic goal, and they missed a penalty also. Yeah, they missed a penalty. I mean, it was an absolute drubbing of a team that, you know, is is ranked up there in the world. I mean, they are not a Thailand. This is a team right. that uh, garners respect. Look, we're going to talk about it all. Women's World Cup, it's on the agenda today, 800-878-7529. Love to hear from you if you'd like to chime in on the Women's World Cup. Find us on Twitter, by the way. We're at 5th Street Sports, 5TH Street Sports. That's at 5th Street Sports on Twitter. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com. Uh, forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Again, if you'd like to call us in studio, 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-7529. Now, we're with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. That's where you want to be, 6 p.m., 9 p.m. Make sure we're on your calendar. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. We welcome you to the show. As we welcome you, if you're listening on one of our digital channels, whether that's iHeart, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM app. All right, Nick and Kartik with you tonight. We'll be right back after this.
I've recently discovered the powerful health benefits of CBD oil. I have been using New Leaf Natural CBD Oil for some time now, and I love it. CBD oil is non-intoxicating, which makes it ideal for people like me. I want the health benefits of cannabinoids, but I don't smoke weed. I never will smoke weed. Mind-altering effects I do not need. CBD is non-toxic, has potent pain-relieving, and is anti-inflammatory with its properties as well, and that's why... The brand I trust the most is New Leaf Naturals. New Leaf Naturals is the highest quality CBD oil on the market, 100% organic, highly concentrated, no additives, grown in the U.S. The only ingredient is hemp. It is pure and simple. Go to NewLeafNaturals.com. That's N-U-LeafNaturals.com. Save 30% and receive free shipping in the U.S. when you use the promo code RICK. That's right, RICK. Go to NULeafNaturals.com, promo code RICK. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline is engineered with four levels of defense against gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. It's sort of like having ninjas protect your engine. That helps keep your engine running like new. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. And now, an ad from Dad. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Yeah. Tell you another way to save money. Don't buy those uh, expensive coffees every morning, you know. Then you can save up for a, I don't know, really nice dress shirt. I'm just saying. It's great that you feel comfortable here at work, but, you know, an adult could walk in. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. You know, we all have those home projects we'd like to get to now that summer is here, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people, they worry about overpaying for their home projects and how can you be sure you're getting a fair price. That's where Home Advisor can help. Home Advisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. Home Advisor can even help you find the right pro for your job, whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel. Just tell them what you need, and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can go in and read customer reviews, see how everybody did, request quotes, how much is it, book appointments, and it's free to use. Home Advisor makes it easy, so don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits so you can relax this summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask Home Advisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app today. All right, welcome back. All right, Nick and Kartik with you here on Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Pilot Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211. Right, let's get right to it, shall we? Women's World Cup, England a dominating, dominating performance against Norway. Kartik, you know, so much of football is the mental game. Uh, in fact, so much of sports in general, I don't care what sport it is, is the mental game. And you can talk about the quality of your players, you can talk about the tactics, you can talk about the strategies that you play, uh, preparation. But I don't think there's any bigger booster to your on-field performance than momentum. And if I look at the teams playing today in the Women's World Cup that have made it through, look, the U.S. has made it through uh, to 
uh, to the quarterfinals. They got a, a big match uh, tomorrow against France. France made it through in, in, a, in a, but the U.S. kind of eked by Spain. France had a tough match against Brazil. England thumping, thumping Norway today. Uh, if we assume that the likely winner of this tournament is coming off of this side of the bracket, uh, Kartik, uh, depending on what happens tomorrow, I mean, I have to look at momentum and say the U.S. has probably got the least momentum of any of these te- teams. Yeah, uh, right now, and I, I think that there's um, a lot of question marks about the U.S. performance against Spain. Uh, there's been a lot. There have been a lot of postmortems, maybe some overreaction, also, quite frankly, uh, since uh, since Monday, with people taking the bar that the U.S. had set in the group stage against inferior opposition, and then applying it uh, to a match against Spain, who is a much superior opponent to what the U.S. faced in the group. Um, the question about England now is very real that they have rotated their squad so heavily through this tournament. Phil Neville has said, and we talked about this on a previous show, um, Nick, he was on enough major tournament rosters as a, as a men's player. Uh, his brother, Gary, was on enough major tournament rosters and also was an assistant coach for England uh, at the 2016 Euros when they bombed out to Iceland, that he's learned from those experiences that you need to keep your squad fresh, you need to keep everybody in your dressing room happy. And he felt having one of the better teams in the, in the tournament gave him this luxury too, that he could ro- he needed to rotate in the, um, in the group stage and the first knockout stage game, which was against a perceived inferior opponent, so he could get to this stage, have a happy camp, and have a fresh camp. Because we know oftentimes England camps have fallen into discord uh, early in tournaments. Well, guess what? They're peaking now, and I have to give Phil Neville credit. I think uh, keeping all the girls on the team onside happy, happy with their playing time, happy with their roles, um, fresh in terms of, 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 of fitness, uh, but also sharp enough because they've played, um, is, is paying off. I, I just see them peaking right now when other teams are, are slogging through the knockout stage. Today was the most comprehensive performance relative to opposition we've seen in this tournament. Uh, it was, um, if you're a U.S. fan watching that, it's scary because if, if we were to win tomorrow, that's who we face next. Um, I, I just think England now maybe uh, let's see what happens tomorrow, right? In, in the France U.S. game, England might be the favorite now, um, and yeah. that's a heavy burden to to, to uh, hold, Nick, because we know how England is about uh, tournaments and, and and building up and hype. You know, there's something about these women that um, really impresses me, but I, I have to actually <clears throat> draw an interesting parallel, one that you just made. You know, if we look at the failure of the England teams, uh, men's teams we're talking about now in the past, it's generally been the weight of expectation over three or four superstar players to whom the general public, the the supporters, the media uh, expect Messi-like performances at all times. And by the way, uh, we'll talk about Copa America. Not even Messi can put in a Messi-like performance. The pressure is enormous, and you set yourself up for failure. One of the things that Gareth Southgate has done with the men's side uh, in England, uh, which which I think has been revolutionary, is he said, look, you know, football's a young man's game. Uh, the young players that are peaking, the young players that are performing at their club level, they're going to get a shot. I don't care whether you're a big name, a no name, uh, somebody that's playing in Scotland, somebody that's playing in Azerbaijan. If you're getting it done and you have the skill and the talent um, and, and, and you're hot, I, I'm going to play you. And as a result this sort of single pressure on, on any one player 
I suppose if I'm thinking about the English men's team, Kartik, I'm thinking like Raheem Sterling probably had some of the most pressure heaped on him uh, over the World yeah. Cup in Russia. And he's a young, young player. What's he, 23 years old? Yeah, and, yeah. And, the, and the Sterling pressure was ridiculous. I mean, that was uh, media was... and some really bad fans. And, and to Raheem's absolute credit, I thought he absorbed the pressure just fine and came out, uh, came out uh, better than he went in. But, but having said that, let's turn our attention to the women's side a minute. This is a team with really what? Lucy Bronze is the biggest star on that team? And yeah. she's a defender? Right. She's probably the best ref, uh, right back in the world uh, in the women's game. But yeah, she is the star. Or she is the biggest name on that team, and she is a defender. Right. And then the other big star is Steph Houghton, who is a central defender. Right. So um, it's a team much like the England men's team of last right. World Cup and of this Nations League of a lot of kind of more worker bee type players, players that are not a big egos. You don't have the Gerard Lampard problem you had. Uh, on the men's team. I, I hate to single those two out because they were both great players. But, you yeah, know, no, that absolutely. was just the epitome of the generation. I would say the lost David, generation. I would say, I would say yeah. you know, more, look at the pressure heaped on Beckham uh, every, time he, every time he took the pitch in, 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 for the three Lions. Now, I, I want to take this discussion. We've just talked about the English men's team. They're going much younger, uh, fewer, you know, massive, massive superstars, less, you know, less pressure all the way around. The women, we're talking about how the two biggest names are defenders. Let's look at the U.S. women's team for a minute. Now, Megan Rapinoe is a huge name. She is probably at this point the poster child of women's soccer, certainly here in the United States. Now, how many other big-name players, Kartik, are on that women's team? Uh, name five. Go. On the U.S. team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Carly Lloyd, Alex Morgan, um, uh, Tobin Heath. And then you could argue there are any number of other ones. But it's really those four. And Ra okay. Rapino, those are right. the four big ones. Right. So the point is made right there uh, is that the pressure on the U.S. team is absolutely enormous. Not only are they uh, the returning champions, yeah. but they have a lot of noise going on outside of the competition, whether it's I'm not going to the White House, whether it's a suit against U.S. soccer, whether it's you know, Hope Solo yabbering, yabbering about the team and backstabbing, whether it's the press, U.S. press lambasting Jill Ellis for her, for her, her tactical selections. But the expectation that the women are going to win the World Cup puts an enormous amount of pressure on those players. And we saw against Spain, they couldn't score in open play, Kartik. They could not score a goal in open play. Yeah, and I, and I talked to... Um... So, uh, uh, someone who's English today, and, and, and he said to me, he sees the, the pressure we're putting on the U.S. women in this country as completely analogous to the pressure put on the England men in England in major tournaments, um, and says it, it, it could really be damaging the U.S. women before this France game. Now, of course, and I that's, told And him, that's exactly well, the, US... the point. And that's exactly right. the point I'm making here. Although, of course, I told them the U.S. women have actually won major trophies, whereas the English <laughs> men haven't. Yes. Uh, but, so but the point was well taken by him. I think that's you're making – you and him have both made the same point, and you're right, that there's an over-scrutiny of the women's team. Um, stars don't perform at the level that they're supposed to or thought to, and I've heard all sorts of criticisms of each of those star players I mentioned um, in the last – 
48 hours for that performance against Spain, when in reality, you know, they got through the match. Yeah, they um, did. And it's very similar to the English men. You're, you're absolutely right. You guys have both nailed it. Have you ever seen, maybe short of 2002, Kartik, the mainstream U.S. media talk about a, a U.S. national soccer team in the type of detail that the mainstream media are now talking about. I mean, this criticism of Jill Ellis came off a mainstream publication. It didn't come through one of the soccer blogs or sports journals. I mean, they've been written up in the New York Times, the Washington Post, and not just, oh, look at this anomaly, how cool is this? They're actually analyzing this team and giving it the depth of coverage that we've been yearning for with men's soccer in this country for a long time. Look, we have to go to break. We're going to pick up the discussion on the other side. This is Fifth Street Soccer. Nick Eber and Kartik Krishnaya with you. Find us on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports. That's at Fifth Street Sports. If you've got something to say, love to hear from you. You've got to have an opinion about this, right? 800-878-7529. The call's free. Don't be a cheap bastard. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 we paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. have to play Kartik's theme song at least uh, once uh, every show just <laughs> you know <laughs> what can i say Kartik? uh you know you, your wife told me to, to play that one all right uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome back to the show mystery soccer nick and Kartik with you we're talking women's world cup we're talking about what this means for the growth of the game we're also talking about uh, the really unusual attention that the mainstream media has given the women's national team in this tournament not just in terms of wow look at this it's an anomaly anomaly it's women's football but <laughs> they're actually getting into the weeds on this and it seems to me like and, and i think a lot of this kartik by the way to just go off on a little bit of a tangent here is a lot of female journalists are writing these articles and these articles and coverage that we're getting is like nothing I've seen before, to use a Trump term, uh, in terms of uh, a big tournament like this that's not the World Cup with, say, the men, the U.S. men making a deep run. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, and, and I also have to say this about the female journalists and uh, some of the female um, analysts we've had, American female analysts we've had on, uh, on, on World Cup coverage and on uh, um, some of the podcasts I've been listening to, they seem to be more analytical and understand tactics a little better than the men who cover the game in this country. Um, you know, a lot of the men who cover the game in this country are come from an American sports background, and they don't necessarily see the game in the same way that Europeans or Latin Americans who cover the game do to cover the men's game. I'm noticing a lot of the women, Nick, are more tactical and analytical like they, they, they were raised in the men's game in Europe, right? Because yeah, I right. guess maybe because the U.S. has been more successful and they've all played at a higher level or covered a higher level uh, of competing for for tournament titles, which the U.S. men have never done um, outside of CONCACAF, and that to me doesn't count. Um, maybe they just they understand the game better, and then that puts them in a position to ask these tough tactical questions, to give these criticisms of manage, management and of players that the men don't do. And also the other thing, Nick, and this goes back to all our conversations about the USSF, a lot of American male journalists see uh, championing the U.S. men's national team and MLS as a cause. As some sort of charity, they have to cheer for. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a charity. Uh, women don't have that attitude. It's like showing the Gestapo your papers. You have to do it to get on the bus, you know. Uh, that's, <laughs> well, a little bit that's true, All too. Right. 800-878-7529. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We do have a caller. Let's go to the, let's go to the phones. Ray in Milwaukee, welcome to the show. I think this has been a very good World Cup. I think the narrative and the style of play, quality of play, has dramatically improved since the 1999 World Cup. But the question I would pose to you guys, if you guys are a developing country like Guatemala or El Salvador and you see what Costa Rica was able to do uh, in previous World Cups and the Cinderella run that they did, or a country like Hungary who's underperformed and seen Croatia, aren't you really just going to double down on your men's game instead of invest in the women's game? You know, I'm going to answer that question first, Ray, but it, it, it's, it's a great point, by the way. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, we, we certainly are seeing a situation where the the gap is widening between the haves and the have-nots. I mean, the, the distribution of wealth in terms of the women's game is definitely uh, landing in, in a handful of, say, 10 or 12 countries. But I think what you're going to see is uh, clever people are going to look at this and say, this is forget the altruistic reasons, getting more women involved in sport, et cetera, et cetera, which, by the way, for many countries isn't even on the priority, isn't something they care about, and for many other countries isn't something they want. Let's not forget that. Uh, but for many of these nations that you're talking about, uh, I think they're going to look at this as a real revenue opportunity, to be fair. What do you think, Kartik? Yeah, I think this is, um, again... And, Ray, I think you, you raise a great point. This is kind of a first world versus developing world thing. I think the first world countries, um, the Western European countries, the U.S., Canada, and then uh, Japan, South Korea, China, which aspires, thinks they're a first world country, have, have emphasized the women's game as a potential revenue generator, as a way of getting more women involved in fandom of sport uh, and, and hooking young girls, etc., I think outside of the developed world, if you want to call it that, the Western industrialized world, uh, it's very different. Resources are scant. Uh, a lot of those football associations are a little less on the up and up also, to be honest with you. And, and a lot of the money that would go to women's football is probably going in people's pockets. Um, Guatemala, you know, you raised two really interesting countries, actually, Ray, because Hungary is a chronic underachiever. In, in this sport. They haven't been to a World Cup since 86. Uh, they finally made the Euros in 16 and did okay, but then I thought they would do well in qualifying for 18, they, for World Cup 18. They didn't. They produced so many decent players that have done well in, in the Premier League or the Bundesliga or Serie A, but just haven't put it together at the national team level. And then Guatemala hasn't even reached the hex uh, since CONCACAF went to that format. They're always eliminated in the, in the stage before that. Do those countries, um, you know, see what Costa Rica has done or Croatia and, and try and mimic it? Or here's the converse, because I had a conversation with someone with the, from the Italian FA, which I think I've referenced on this show before, although Italy, of course, has a lot more money. After Italy bombed out a World Cup qualifying, uh, losing to Sweden in that playoff, um, the FA made a decision to go uh, one euro for one euro, women's to men's, because they thought it might be, and they're not trying to shortchange the men's game, but they thought, you know what, it's probably going to be easier for us, even though uh -huh. we've won four World Cups on the women's side, uh, on the men's side, to win in the women's yeah, well, game okay. quicker. That's, that's the point right there, Kartik. And, and Ray, you know, it is a great question. And we'll, I'll let you respond to this in a second. But, you know, it's like this. Uh, you know, I, I spent many years in the world of poker, covering the World Series of Poker for ESPN, doing all the live poker tournaments, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's easier to win a tournament with 20 people in it than a tournament with 5,000 people in it. Okay? Yeah. That's just the nature of the beast. So I think for a lot of these countries, they're going to look at the dollars that they have, especially as the Women's World Cup increases in popularity, the prize pool gets bigger, the sponsorship dollars increase. A lot of these countries are going to look and say, you know, it's a shorter trajectory for us to be able to compete in the women's game than it is in the men's game. And I think Alexi Lalas, by the way, was referencing this on the, uh, was it the halftime show or the postgame show uh, yesterday. Uh, wh what do you think of that, Ray? Well, I think money-wise, there's clearly still way more money in the men's game than there is the women's game. And what I would just uh, – and for the, there's potential talks of major super leagues throughout the world anyways in the, moving in towards the men's game. And you're going to have to start a complete women's team from scratch 
that's a lot of resources that you're talking about, and that money isn't really just isn't there in general. Uh, and you see what Iceland was able to do when they really focused on the men. It was incredible. They knocked out England. Uh, and there's another talking point I think that a lot of people in America aren't really talking about, and that's the lack of minority players at the women level. I mean, if you yes. look at, there's really two yeah. sports that uh, collegiate women athletes really participate in uh, that have a uh, structured league system, and that's WNBA and that's uh, uh, women's soccer. And you see the stark differences in uh, uh, right. ethnic-wise. Well, well, and the reason for that is very simple, Ray. I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. Women's soccer is where men's soccer was 25 years ago in terms of where, uh, where the talent is coming from. Uh, many of these women on all of these global teams, by the way, not just the U.S., have come through the U.S. collegiate system. You would be surprised. Yeah. Even players on Cameroon came from the U. Have come from the U.S. collegiate system. Uh, players in England have come from the U.S. collegiate system. I mean, a lot of these women play college soccer in the United States, which is, for all intents and purposes, the minor league of women's soccer globally. So, the women that play collegiate soccer generally come from uh, the local clubs around the country. And the participants in those local clubs tend to be white, middle-class players, people. That's just the way it is. Uh, that is going to be changing uh, as, times, uh, as times they are changing. But, but this is where the men's game was 25 years ago. Okay, who's yeah, going to take that one? <laughs> well, I agree with Go. that, but let's let also be Go. honest. I mean, the, the, the soccer is extremely popular within the Hispanic communities and, and and the fact that there is so little uh, money, women money, men and and particularly women money, that you, you would think that you would see a bigger imprint. I mean, Mexico should have a uh, U.S. B team uh, just by default. Yeah, but Ray, you know, yeah, but they kind of they actually Ray, they kind of do. So um, they didn't qualify for this World Cup, Mexico, but they've qualified for most of them, most of the recent ones, and they generally had a core of Mexican-American players who came through the U.S. college system. The same can be said for Colombia. Colombia didn't qualify for this World Cup, but they were good at the Olympics in 16. They made the knockout stage of the 2015 Women's World Cup, largely with uh, Colombian-American players. In fact, you know, there was a number of players from South Florida, one, of the, one or two of the players I, I know. So um, I think that what's happened is instead of going into the U.S. system, and this is something that we can address uh, that maybe needs to be addressed, they go and play for... Uh, that second country where they they're eligible: Colombia, Mexico, Costa Rica. Because, because they have they probably have a better shot at making the national team. Uh, look, uh, well, uh, that's uh, true too, until yeah. until there are more female development academies. I mean, that's a relatively new thing that's been put put into place. High level female club soccer, really really high organized. Uh, U.S. Soccer Federation organized uh, women's soccer with development academies and scouting networks outside of the collegiate system. That's going to be what it's going to take to change. That change is happening, uh, but we need to make sure that we understand, particularly here in the United States, that unless the NWSL uh, becomes a viable league, we're likely going to lose our professional league here, and then all bets are off. All right, Ray Roscoe uh, in uh, Wisconsin, thank you so much for the call, 800-878-7529. We're talking Women's World Cup. We'll chat a bit more about it on the other side, and then we will get we will get to Copa America. Relax, it's coming, and I've got a real underdog pick for you. Nick and Kartik with you tonight. We're with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. 
Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. Pro-grade carpet cleaning used to take pros. Now, it only takes a trip to the Home Depot for the Hoover Smart Wash Advanced Pet Automatic Carpet Cleaner at a great everyday low price of just $229. With its automatic cleaning technology, you simply push to clean, pull back to dry for deep cleaning that doesn't take deep pockets. The Smart Wash Advanced Pet Carpet Cleaner, just $229, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details valid through June 19th. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. All right, you're back uh, with us here on Fifth Street Soccer. Nick and Kartik with you. Uh, the tweets are coming in, by the way. You can find us on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports. Gordon Wall writes a really interesting tweet here. Uh, it is uh, He is at North British. 
He says, even though I'm British, it was Hope Solo who got me interested back in 2007 because she was this amazing goalkeeper. However, due to a lack of terrestrial TV coverage in the UK, it was really London 2012 before I was watching the games live. So I guess from there, I just came to love it. Uh, fascinating stuff. I think we're going to see a lot more of that here, Kartik. Yeah, I, I think uh, you're seeing a growth and interest in the women's game, um, kind of taking off the way the men's game did a few years ago in this country. And then when you talk about the UK, like I said, I've been listening to 606, I've been listening to 5 Live, been listening to Talk Sport. Uh, it's night and day between this and any other tournament. And I mentioned England has made the semifinals of the last two major tournaments, the 15 World Cup and the 17 Euros, uh, lost in the semis in both. Uh, but they, um, there is something about this tournament that uh, has the nation behind them. I think part of it is Phil Neville being the coach. I, yeah. I think having a very well-known men's player, um, and unfortunately for you and I, Nick, a Manchester United player, but just a well-liked men's player um, uh, from one of the first families of English football now between him and his brother. And by the way, his mother is the club secretary at Bury FC. I'm not sure if, it, oh, if people know that. Know that. Yeah, um, so really a football family. Um, I think has really helped uh, the exposure and the prominence of the women's game. Well, all I can say is this: this is how much uh, how impressed I am with the English women and and this tournament in general. I officially now go on the air on national radio on on Dan Patrick Sports Sirius XM two eleven, the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeart TuneIn, and the award winning Sirius XM app. I'm officially going to announce. I forgive Phil Neville for being a Manchester United player. That's just based purely <laughs> on this incredible performance. Wow. So there you go. Uh, listen, did, um, did you want to wait till they win the World Cup to do no, that? No, I'm so impressed with, with, with everything that's happened in this tournament uh, and how it's gone for all these teams. We've had controversy with Cameroon. We've had you know teams uh, getting smashed like Thailand. We had all the controversy about the goals and the celebrations. Uh, we've had uh, Ada Hedeberg for uh, Norway, second year in a row. She's refusing to play to make a statement. We've got Megan Rapinoe talking politics and the lawsuit. There's so many talking points on this tournament outside of just what's happening on the pitch. Okay, it's that's what makes football dynamic and so exciting. That's what makes any sport mainstream, Kartik. That's why I'm excited. By the way, I want to digress for one second and kind of wrap up the Women's World Cup. And let's segue between the Women's World Cup and Copa America by briefly touching on Major League Soccer, one of my favorite subjects to, 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 to smash on. Um, you know, I've been complaining about MLS, as you know. Not that I don't want it to succeed or, or I don't have love for a lot of the people in it because I really do. I used to work for the LA Galaxy organization. But, you know, for me, MLS play is slow and dull. And I, I put this out on, on Twitter, by the way. And I got a response from Edward, Edwin Gammers, Edwin Gammers 4, at Edwin Gammers 4, says he disagrees over that general statement. A lot of the games are fun and some are full, but you get, you get that in every league. I think things can obviously be better. I'm interested to see what the new CBA brings as far as more money to boost the league. Um, Kartik, I don't think uh, a new CBA with more money is going to really be, the, be the, that much of a difference for it. No, and, and let's, be, let's face it, every time uh, the MLS Players Union 
is negotiating a new CBA. We saw it in 2010 and 2015. There's talk that there's going to be a strike. They demand free agency. They want an increase in this and that. And uh, MLS's uh, uh, owners and uh, uh, Commissioner Garber cry poverty. All the boisterous things we hear about MLS from them every other year go out the window when they're negotiating a new CBA. Oh, the league is barely surviving. Our teams are all losing money. And then the players cave and they don't get what they're what they claim they're going to get and by the way the players union i'm going to throw this out there now and it's going to be controversial but this is a uh a a, a fence post for us to continue to talk about this subject uh, into these cba negotiations the players union is directly influenced by player agents and some prominent player agents who have a very good relationship with u.s soccer and management at mls so um they're not going to go out on strike they're not going to do the things maybe some fans think uh, that they posture to do or that they, they'd like to see them do. So I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. Uh, are they going to do – you know, I'm wondering why – you know, the CBA is an interesting issue because it's a single entity that they're dealing with. But until it's a truly open league, you know, it's it's almost like uh, a charade in some ways. Yeah, they might get a little bit more money. But look, until we have an open league, until teams are willing to battle in the gladiatorial arena for life and death and not hit each other with Nerf swords for the entertainment of the crowd, until we have promotion and relegation, I don't think we're ever going to see the level of the league that we want. That's just my take on it. But look, we'll come back to Major League Soccer. I just wanted to read that tweet out. Let's get to Copa America a minute, where uh, we are down to the quarterfinals in Copa America. As we speak, uh, Brazil are nil-nil nil with Paraguay, which is uh, you know quite surprising because Bill uh, Brazil at home, one would expect them to uh, you know to thump a Paraguay. But Paraguay actually been doing pretty well. We'll see how that match uh, that match pans out. The match I really want to talk about though is uh, going to be uh, Friday. Uh, at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. You can see it on ESPN+. Plus. We're talking Venezuela, Argentina. Now, keep in mind, Venezuela being the confederation, uh, I suppose, laughing stock in some ways. Uh, they were outside of the FIFA's top 100 uh, for most of the 1990s. They've been getting a little bit better. Of course, Venezuela, a country uh, mired in issues of its own. Uh, but we saw in that friendly against the U.S. Kartik, Venezuela, pretty good, pretty good side. Uh, and on the other side of the equation, Argentina Kartik, I mean, they've relit the dumpster fire that was put out right after the uh, Russia 2019. They only got through from a, to the knockout rounds courtesy of a win against Qatar. Yeah, and I think what we're seeing with Argentina is once again a, a, a generation of players that's become disinterested. Uh, they've been jaded by Federation politics. Obviously, uh, 14, 15, 16, there were three successive years they made the finals of major tournaments, the World Cup and the two Copa Americas. Uh, didn't win any of them, but got to the finals. But now what we're seeing in this in the uh, 18 World Cup and now this is a return to what we saw in 10 and what we saw in uh, 11 in the Copa. Just these spectacular crashing outs of major tournaments, you know, against France last year, uh, 2010. Uh, do, do you remember that World Cup, how Germany just took them yep. apart, just embarrassed yep. them yep. Um, when they got eliminated at 2011 Copa? Uh, they they uh, they're hosting and they get put out in the quarterfinals. Um, 
I just think there's a group of disinterested players. There's federation politics. Uh, Grandona is dead, but the federation hasn't really been able to come to grips with uh, the messy uh, politics and squad selection and actually manager manager selection based on Messi's preferences. Uh, I know, Nick, you have sources that tell you that'll change after this tournament, uh, but it's not going to change in time for tomorrow. And I think there is a pretty good chance they lose tomorrow. I, well, I do too. And, you know, Salomon Rondon's been absolutely running rampant on this Copa America. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Rincon's been absolutely on overdrive. And they've got this unbelievable 21-year-old wonder kid goalkeeper called Wilka Farinez, who's just something else to watch. The kid's only 21 years old. Uh, fabulous to watch. Meanwhile, for Argentina, uh, they're going to try something a little different. They're going to uh, – Scaloni's probably going to put uh, Aguero and Martinez – up top and have Messi sort of play just behind him, try to give him more freedom. But I just don't know. I am actually predicting a Venezuela victory. And if you look at the odds right now, folks, Venezuela are plus 600. Think about that. Six to one. You're going to get $100. will get you 600 if you bet Venezuela and they win. I'm not sold on Argentina, plus it being in Brazil. That's like uh, that's like a U.S. team playing a tournament in Mexico City. Uh, it's, uh, you know, and I, I believe this one, I want to say this one is at the Maracanã, is it? Uh, it is. It's yeah. at the Maracanã in Rio. So that's going to be an absolutely heated environment because there's no love loss between uh, the Brazil and Argentina, uh, fans, people, etc. So it'll be fascinating to see. Big match. You're going to watch it. Yeah, and, and I think um, with Venezuela, let's keep in mind, Venezuela had a really good uh, U-20 World Cup uh, where they lost to England in the final, not this past U-20 World Cup, but the previous one. So uh, in 2017, that generation now is hitting, including the keeper, hitting that, that uh, senior men's national team. So um, they're going to be probably uh, have the strongest shot, politics notwithstanding. We know the situation in that country to finally qualify for a World Cup. They never qualified for a World Cup in this coming qualifying cycle. Um, don't sleep on them. I, I'd take a punt on that bet, actually, if I were a betting man and, and uh, uh, was looking at Copa, because that's uh, those are great odds. Yeah, they sure are. Let's run through a couple, through the, uh, couple of the other quarterfinals. Colombia, Chile, you know, look, th these next few quarterfinals, uh, I'm pretty sure are going to be pretty rote. Colombia, Chile, I expect Colombia to win. They're the favorites at plus 120. Uruguay, Peru, I mean, Peru the long shot at plus 500. I don't see... Uh, Peru and not Venezuela. Uh, they are not that great of a side. And Uruguay, well, you know, you know this Uruguayan team, Kartik. I mean, it depends on what they had the night before for dinner, uh, and and what the mood, <laughs> what what the winds of mood bring into the locker room. If they want to play some football, they can be unbeatable on the day. Yeah, and I think Uruguay right now is a squad that's in in a lot of transition. Cavani and Suarez are at the end of yeah. the line. They're both 32. But then you've got players like Betancourt and Torreira, really good young midfielders. Uh, there are a few others. I just mentioned those two uh, because they're obviously at huge clubs, Juventus and Arsenal. Um, I, I – I think Uruguay could win this tournament. I mean, I picked them before the tournament to win it. Um, I'm sticking with that. All right. How about that? There's Kartik's, the Kartikian insight into Copa America. Uh, but here's, here's the sad truth about it, Kartik. I will be, I believe the U.S. women play France tomorrow at noon Pacific. Is that right? Cor correct. It's the same time. So I will be DVRing uh, the Venezuela-Argentina game 
I won't even be watching two games at one time because I will have all my attention focused in on this terrific, mouth-watering matchup between the U.S. women and the French women. That is probably the most exciting Women's World Cup matchup we've seen in recent memory. Yeah, in fact, uh, there were people uh, in the British media saying that this could be the biggest match in women's world, women's uh, football history. Uh, now, it's a quarterfinal match of a World Cup. It's hard to think that, but they're thinking uh, this is the tipping point. I, apparently, the BBC had a whole conversation about this on their coverage today, that this match could be the tipping point for women's football internationally, the way uh, the Italy-Brazil quarterfinal match was in 1982 of the Men's World Cup. And, you know, when you think about it, that was we still talk about that that world cup sure. we don't even really talk about italy in the final uh we talk about italy brazil in 82 and, and zico versus uh, socrates uh, and all of that zico and yeah, socrates, and, socrates and, and all yeah. of those players yeah look um so, it's going to be fascinating to see and we we've got another week of tournaments folks and then uh we will be in a down period not down because we'll be starting to really focus in on the transfer market which i'm happy to tell everybody don't worry you're not missing much it's very very quiet right now i'm imagining at the end of the tournament cycle it should pick up a little bit but you know the other thing we haven't talked about is if there is exponential growth in the women's game and we only have one minute so i'll just put this out there and we'll pick up that this conversation probably tomorrow maybe for a segment I'm wondering if one of the big networks comes in and picks up the Women's Champions League, which is women's football at the highest level. Yeah. How the ratings will do for that, and if those ratings could potentially drive, create another problem for Major League Soccer. Let's talk about that tomorrow. I don't think we're going to have time for that today, as we do have to go to break, and we have to come back and wrap it up here on Fistry Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the show. We'd love to hear from you, 800-878-7529, or on Twitter, at Fifth Street Sports. We're with you every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on Sports Byline, on Sirius XM, etc., etc. Be sure to make us a part of your week. We'll be right back. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. 
Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 7113 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 That's 800-470-7113 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 with us here on Fist Street Soccer. Just a couple minutes. Uh, the tweets are coming in. SLC Runner. I assume that stands for Salt Lake City. Well, Correct. he mentions to us, wants to remind us that Savarino, Jefferson Savarino, who is on the Venezuelan national team, plays for Real Salt Lake. He's absolutely right. And I just wonder how much how much longer RSL are going to hold on to him. They uh, should probably sell him on and make some money. He does comment, though, about my comment about the Women's uh, Champions League viewership. He says, Women's Champions League? Nah, people love rooting for countries, not clubs. Not club teams. That's my two cents. Kartik, you got a couple of minutes left. Uh, you got about a minute or so. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I thought I think the Women's Champions League uh, might gain in in support here just because it's they're the same clubs as the men. And uh, the final this year was Barcelona Leon, right? And we saw Chelsea make the semifinals. We saw Manchester City make the semifinals last year. So there's been um, uh, this this prospect of those clubs. Uh, translating their support on the men's side over to the women's side. Uh, real quickly, France-USA, as we've talked about, uh, huge matchup, potentially the biggest matchup in women's World Cup history, even though it's a quarterfinal. So much hype around this this particular matchup, more hype than any final that I can remember. So I think uh, a lot of people are going to be watching, and uh, we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow night. Oh, yes, we will. Uh, lots to talk about tomorrow night. And that tomorrow night, folks, that will be 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 Eastern on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. If you're on Sirius XM, tune to 211, Dan Patrick Sports. That's where we are. And if you're on one of our digital platforms, iHeart, tune in, or the award-winning Sirius XM app, that's where you can find us. Uh, we will be with you Monday through Friday talking the beautiful game. So tomorrow, two huge games to watch. We've got USA, France, and uh, Argentina, Venezuela. Again, my value pick for tomorrow is Venezuela at plus 600. Well, have a great night. Get ready for two big matches tomorrow. Get ready to tune back into us tomorrow 
at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and let's chat. Let's have a chin wag. Think of this, football therapy for the soul and the doctors. Well, we will be in tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. For me, Nick Eber, my co-host, Kartik, have a great night. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Cheers. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network. Yeah.